Hey everybody, happy Friday. It's your girl Claudia Jordan. We are back with another episode of TGIF and it's Friday. So it's the day you get to send us your questions. Then we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. Uh, fellas, please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? I am good. Where are you today? I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Where are you? I'm in Atlanta. I just actually went by the set of Kenya Moore's uh, opening of a new salon. I shot a little something with the Atlanta Housewives. Is it um, a hair salon? A hair salon. It's super cute, too. Uh, High ceilings. It's all purple and pink. It's really, really cute. So uh, it's a very classy establishment. I'm only mad that I didn't get a crab cake before I had to rush back to get on on camera. I think you're going back to the Housewives. (laughs) I think that's the tea. Is that right? Well, who who knows what the future holds? Please welcome... Funky Donnie, what's up, Q? What's wrong, Q? Um, I'm really sitting here trying to fight back tears. Like, what's wrong? That video that we're about to talk about is just really doing something to me right now. Mm. I'm sorry. We're definitely gonna get into the. Tyree story in the video that just dropped and we definitely have to we're going to address that right out the gate. You know, let's just get right into it. Breaking news. The city of Memphis released the body cam footage of the fatal beating of 29 year old Tyree Nichols, who was brutally attacked by five black police officers during a traffic stop. Before we show the video, we want to warn you, the clip is really gruesome. And if you have any children in the room, please maybe maybe have them look away. Take a look. Hey. According to Shelby County District Attorney Steve uh, Mulroy, the five offices have each been charged with second degree murder, aggravated assault, two charges of aggravated kidnapping, two charges of official misconduct, and one charge of official oppression. Al, let's start with you. What do you what are your thoughts on this? Um, it's just unfortunate. It's just unfortunate. I mean, we know that this is a special task force that was created to reduce crime and 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 abuse of the police uh, enforcement system. I mean, it's just all around bad and horrible. But it's so interesting to me that 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 particular those particular officers, they moved very quick to immediately fire them. They moved very quick to immediately charge them. However, when we see people that don't look like us killing people like us, they are suspended without pay. It has to go to review. And, you know, and it, it's and the charges aren't as many as we see are happening with these guys. Now, I'm not taking up for the police officers in any way, but sometimes I need to see the same energy that you have in this case against these black officers when white officers kill young black men like us, too. Now, they say elections matter. The new police chief, she does not play. And she's been very adamant about cleaning up the the police department. And like she's she's the reason for this. And I think this needs to be like this is not wrong how they so quickly went and and got these brothers together, these police officers. I won't even call them Mm -hmm. brothers. But mm-hmm. this needs to be across the nation. Right, this, this right. Benjamin mm-hmm. Crump was on television talking about all the other cases where it took 14 months, two right. years, a year, six months to get charges. And look how quickly it can happen when you want it to happen. That's right. 
Q, that's, what are your thoughts? I know, right. I know you're visibly upset about this. And how are you feeling about this? I think the thing that saddens me the most about this is, um, I don't know, when it, when it comes to, to, to white police officers versus black people, I've come to have no expectations for the, from them. It's just the history of this country. But to see black police officers beat on that man the way they did, there, there's just no excuse for it. The lack of humanity um, that was not present. You know, they did not see him as human. They did not see him as their brother. And, you know, I, I, we talked about this on the radio today. They were saying how quickly that they move to to prosecute these black officers, so on and so forth. And to be quite honest, I don't give a damn. Like I don't and I don't even want that to be the conversation we begin to have. Oh, when the black people beat on the black people, they fire them quickly. But when the white people do it, because you know what? The black people shouldn't be doing it. We shouldn't be doing that to one another. And maybe it takes us making examples out of our own selves to set the pace for the rest of the country. You know, now we have a precedence. When this happens, this is how y'all need to handle it the same way. But to see these black men beat on this black brother the way they did, there, there's just no excuse for it. And for me, Claudia and Al, it speaks to a larger undercurrent, I think, that we have in our police system, where that these police officers think they're jury, judge, God, and everything else. And, and trust and believe, um, this is not the first time they beat on somebody. This is just the first time they beat on someone to this extent. And not all police officers are bad. But I'm pretty sure there are a lot of police officers out there that rough up people and beat them up when no one's watching. And something's got to change. Mike, the, the, the man was crying for his mother. They're talking about reckless driving. He got away, so they were frustrated. So they're going to make him pay when they got him. I, I struggle to understand the mentality and the mindset of human beings that, okay, you may be frustrated, feel stupid. He made you look dumb by getting away, right? But then to have five on one, and there's reports, I'm not sure, that he may have had a broken neck. And and to beat someone like that over a traffic stop, but then we have these mass murders taken into custody so calmly, and it's just pissing me off. And black people, black police officers, I get you trying to appease your boss. You're trying to show much of a good cop you are. But you, of all people, should know how it feels because it can absolutely be you on the other side. Absolutely. And it's disgusting. And I hope they get I hope they get the utmost justice. I hope they get the the book thrown at them. All right, y'all. We will definitely keep y'all posted with any updates. All right, Matt Barnes was caught on camera spitting on his fiance's ex-husband during a heated altercation at the Cowboys versus the 49ers game. Take a look. All right, that clip was provided by TMZ Sports. Now, according to an application for a temporary restraining order, Barnes got a restraining order against him. Uh, He says Patterson Jr. hunted me down and aggressively confronted me. The temporary restraining order was granted against Patterson, who has been ordered to to stay at least 100 yards away from Barnes. What are your thoughts on this, Q? Let's go to you first. So, you know, y'all know I don't play that spit and stuff, right? Like the minute I saw that big water spit, I was like, oh, heck no. But then when I read the story and it was saying how the man was consistently harassing Matt, he came and provoked this situation. He came and was pushing him or whatever the case may be. While I don't condone spitting, I live by the saying you can't do. All right. So you provoke the situation and you you got what you got. Leave that man alone. 
Okay. I hear you. Al, what do you think? <laughs> All right, Matt Barnes from Oak Park, Sacramento. He don't mess around, but we know that Matt Barnes has a very, very hot temper. You remember a couple of years ago, Claudia, when him and Lo had that uh, run in with Gloria Govin's boyfriend, Derek Fisher, and he went straight to that house. <laughs> he attacked They that said he boy. drove 90 miles an hour. And went in that house and, and approached that and started beating that dude up. He don't play those games. And I mean, unfortunately, he's always fighting for some one of his women and his kids so i mean come on matt you're getting a little up there in the age i think we need to work on our conflict conflict resolution but did you guys know that his new girlfriend is beverly johnson the, the supermodel beverly johnson's daughter yeah oh wow that is so cool that's such a fun fact do you know her claudia yeah, I do. I mean, we're friendly and um, I, I'm definitely very happy. They they had a tough time with their relationship and they finally got there. I was so happy for Christmas. I think he proposed on Christmas. Nice. Um, I, Matt Barnes, another fun fact, is black Italian. He's black and Italian like me. And he is the toughest, most gangster, light-skinned guy out there, I think. I think he's like overcompensating for all the <laughs> light-skinned jokes that people be making. He's like, okay, I'm going to soft, okay? <laughs> all right, uh, speaking of another one here, Chris Brown revealed that he had to build a department store for his massive collection of clothing outside his property. Take a look. Just so y'all see, man. It's still more, you feel me? Now, the video was released after the IRS and the state of California hit Brown with a $4 million tax bill for last year. What are your thoughts on this news? And I think I don't want to put it out there, out there, but one of my girls, I think, is the one that's the interior designer. She's working with him. Uh, Al, what you think about this? <laughs> what did she design? Racks she... and beautiful lighting? <laughs> not, not that part. She does, oh, she does the, the house. Interior de yeah, she, house. She does oh, okay, house. cool. Nice. You know, I, I listen, if you have it, you can do things like this. But what you can't have, in my opinion, is two federal tax liens and a state tax lien that is in excess of $4 million. If you can buy clothes, you can pay your tax. Taxes. Come on, because a federal tax lien, if he doesn't satisfy that, they go after his real estate, his personal property, which is his clothes, to sell it to cover the lien. So you can have all the clothes in the world. If you don't cover that tax lien, they're going to sell those clothes and sell your house and all your other financial assets if you don't do what the IRS says do. Yeah, you don't want them problems. Uh -uh. I don't have them problems before when I lived in California. I had, I got, I fixed them problems. Q, what you think about these problems? Look, you can't tell nobody what to do with their money, but that's just absolutely too many damn clothes. Okay, like. I bet that room stank all that damn fabric. It's just too much. <laughs> and what it smell like, you? Our factory swept <laughs> up. I mean, I, a, a Nike factory. I don't. I, you know, clothes collect dust and all type of. It's, it's Chris. Why are you gluttony? Then it looked like hoodies and jackets. It looked it looked like much of the same. And like I said, I, you can't tell nobody what to do with their money. But it just feels like too much. Like it, it, it don't even look like collector's items. And maybe. Maybe he gonna spread it out like the girls do when they hang up their Birkins and their shoes and put all the designer stuff. But it, it's just giving me back room of Macy's. I mean, and it's just like, why, Chris? You couldn't wear all those clothes in seven years. Like, what are you? What are you doing? 
I'm surprised you took that that stance because you like your, your your little Versace bikini brief bottoms at thong. <laughs> your workout, you be giving workout overflow days. from his closet. But I, I, but I wear them. Like I got, you know, I don't have 300 pair of them. So every time I go to the beach, I put them on. You know what I'm saying? Like he got too. That's too. That, no, you know what? I am gonna tell him what to do with his money. There's too much stuff, and you need to have a garage sale so you can pay your damn taxes. How about that? Now he's done. He has sold clothes before, but he need to sell them again. Yeah. Okay, I agree. <laughs> he got to cover that tax. That 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 they don't mess around these days. Everything's electronic too. And Let me think about that. Go ahead, Claudia. Let me talk about California. I had a house and I had a homeowners association that was like some little small amount. It was like I don't know, like eighty dollars a month, and I forgot about it. <laughs> they tried to put a lien on my entire seven hundred thousand dollar house back then off of uh, HOA. So I know the tax board, the franchise tax board of California, right. is not playing around. Also, he, say, he built this department store in front of his house. That's <laughs> the most ass backward cockamamie thing one could do because who wants to get out of the bed in their boxers and have to get dressed <laughs> and go across the and walk out the door? And also a problem with that is adding square footage to your house also increases your tax bill because now your house is bigger. So you have a, it's a higher value. So you end up have, paying higher taxes. Like that's another thing that you have to like, kind of, I would have not put, put that out there. All right. So make sure you ask your questions in the chat. It is Friday. So we're going to answer some of your questions. So go ahead and put them in the chat and we'll get to them after, uh, at the end of the show, we'll be back after this quick commercial break. Welcome back to TGIF. Once again, it's Friday, so go ahead and throw your questions in the chat for the crew. We'll get to them at the end of the show. All right, y'all, listen, one person who knows how to grab our attention is that Doja Cat. She's always doing something to get us talking. Now, Doja has been giving the girls a run for their money during Paris Fashion Week after she arrived uh, covered in red body paint and 30,000 Swarovski crystals. Uh, the rapper was also spotted wearing a mustache to Victor and Rolf's uh, fashion show are y'all here for doja's looks what do you think is this is this cool or not al let's start with you you guys know i love it i i just love her she's young vibrant beautiful talented daring it's something that the pop culture um needs right now it, it, you know we're used to grace jones we've had in the past lady gaga we've had we've also had Cher. all of them were daring i have never seen a black female rapper though do stuff like this at this level who are working with the creatives like daniel roseberry and pat mcgrath who's like a billionaire top of her game as a makeup artist and her team I'm loving this whole red body paint. I can't get enough. I love it when a black woman shifts the culture, shifts the industry, and brings all the heat. And I think this is exactly what she did with this outfit. Okay. Q, what do you think? You know what? I, I echo Al's sentiments. I'm actually loving Doja Cat. I don't know much about her music because, uh, you know, I'm old. I listen to Anita Baker and Virginia <laughs> Um, But I do love... The, the image thing, you know, the thing I question though is, was it hot up under all them crystals and stuff? And like my ADD would act up too much for me to sit still long enough so I could never play in a movie that would require me to put on a prosthetic body or a whole bunch of body paint. But shouts out to Doja Cat. I liked it. 
Um, I didn't think it was cute for me, but I think it's cute for the culture. I think people, I think superstars are supposed to, um, push the envelope. They're supposed to get us talking about the, their choices. They're supposed to keep it fun and not just look the same. And in that way, I give her like a, a 10 in that. Cause she is definitely good at that. It ain't for everyone. Cause we're not her. You know what I mean? And I think it's, she's doing a fine job of keeping us talking about her. I think she's doing a good job. Would you prefer that Claudia over the black mask that the Kardashians and Kanye wore, you know, where they just did the whole black mask? Yeah, I definitely prefer what Doja Cat's doing. Yeah. The black mask thing is giving me, I don't know, I won't say demonic, but I don't like Yeah, it. like killer vibes. Leather, <laughs> leather bar, like... <laughs> Yeah, you doing good, Q. Don't go, don't start. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I just got through watching the last uh, installment of American Horror Story NYC, and you know the whole series is about the man with the black mask on. So that's why uh -huh. I said that bar. All right, well, Doja Cat, keep up the good work. All right, y'all. A Michigan pastor is sharing his experience of what he claims he encountered when he claims he went to hell after suffering a heart attack. Take a look. See here, music is for like to get over a breakup. Don't worry, be happy. I busted windows out your car or uh, I, under my umbrella or whatever. Uh, there, every lyric to every song is to torment you as to the fact that you didn't worship God through music when you were on the earth. Okay, what are your thoughts on Rihanna's song Umbrella being a, a hit in hell? And are you surprised that a pastor claims that he went to hell? Q, let's start with you. What do you think about this? Listen, we talked about this on Hot 105 this morning. Listen, I'm uh -huh. less concerned about Rihanna playing and more concerned about the fact that you are a pastor leading a flock of people and you went to hell, okay? Anybody <laughs> who goes to this man's church, y'all need to run like hell, okay? Because if y'all pastor, <laughs> and the man that's supposed to be guiding y'all to heaven made a wrong turn and ended and up in hell... hell what do y'all think is going to happen to y'all? And then as far as Rihanna is concerned, he was saying Umbrella was being played on, on repeat. Was that the devil shading Rihanna saying she can't sing? So we're going to let you hear something that's not euphemonious to the ear? Or, or what's, the, what's the Rihanna piece? Right. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Al, what do you think? I would cue on this one, but he's right, he's right. Like, I'm wondering, the congregation, are they still, I wonder, did the numbers go up or down? Because your pastor just was sent to hell. <laughs> it's funny he just, like, slid that in there without really right. that. Like, shouldn't he be like, forget the song stuff, but why don't we talk about why you up in hell? I would listen, if I wanted to keep collecting my check from the church, I'd have never told nobody I went to hell, okay? I'd have just kept that to myself, me and my wife, because uh, that's going to affect your money, Pastor. I'm not going to no pastor who's been to hell. Right. I think and, maybe... And, and one of two things is going on, Al. He's either a heathen or he's crazy as hell. But either yeah. way, I'm not going. And the last yeah. thing, as a parishioner, I would be curious to know what you're doing in your life that sent you to hell. <laughs> exactly. Like, are you cheating on your wife? <laughs> are you doing drugs? Like, what sent you to hell, Pastor? Probably a little bit of this and a little bit of that, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. All right, y'all. In scamming news, the feds announced a major takedown of a fraudulent nursing diploma scheme. According to ABC News, officials said the scheme involved peddling more than $100 million worth of bogus nursing diplomas and transcripts over several years. The scam included fake credentials that were sold to help thousands of people take shortcuts towards becoming licensed practicing nurses. Oh, my God. Uh, what are your thoughts on this medical scheme? 
Damn, and I need to holla at the nurse that gave me the, that Ozempic shot because I don't know now. What state was it? Don't start. Don't start. <laughs> don't start. It was Florida, okay? Florida. No, no, let me tell you something. Okay, let me tell you something. Florida was filling in the gap. We had a whole pandemic, okay? Y'all didn't it, follow no pandemic it, rules. It, it, was a, it was a nursing shortage, and instead of y'all coming down on Florida, we tried to step up for the whole United States and oh, wow. feel the backlog of nurses. Okay, so what? Them people had to skip a couple courses. Okay, they, they skipped how to uh, 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 find the veins for shots. <laughs> okay, when y'all grandparents was laying up on the respirators, they didn't need to know how to do shots. All they needed to know how to administer CPR and feel the people <laughs> breathing. Okay, it was a shortage of nurses and Florida tried to fill in the gap. So don't come down on us. Okay, you no, need to absolutely. First of all, Q, you of all people who gets IVs to bring yourself back to life after every day, every two weeks, you of all people should be caring about people being able to find a vein. Have you ever had someone try to find a vein and they miss it and they got to twist the needle around? Mm. Has that ever happened to you? Yes, it actually has happened to me. These unlicensed uh, shortcut nurses. I'm surprised at your take on this. Al, get your friend together. Uh, you know I can't. It's the state of Florida. You guys remember, what was it, 217 or 218? Do y'all remember when the Department of Justice cracked down on the state of Florida and the healthcare industry when that woman embezzled $1 billion? Y'all remember that happened in 2017? She was trying to help the people. <laughs> she wasn't helping nobody. She was taking bribes to create false claims to the tune of a billion dollars. Listen, this was $114 million dollar scheme 7600 future nurses paid fifteen thousand dollars to do this first of all where in the hell did a licensed practitioner nurse come up with fifteen thousand dollars to even participate in this scheme all the nurses i know even though that you know they're fine citizens they're not making that type of money where they can pay fifteen thousand dollars and thirty percent of the ones that participated in that seventy six hundred scheme that fake scheme went on to take the state boards and passed it now, That's all they need, concerned. see? They qualified. They no. qualified. <laughs> they qualified. They probably you know, that's what the, that's what the exam is there for. To yeah, but your, you got to do your clinical hours. That's your competency. Okay, listen, that's called on the job training. Okay? No, you don't do on the job training people's lives. <laughs> right. you, you are so ghetto. Hey, I, would, speaking of ghetto, wouldn't it be funny if they got the money? For the to pay for their scamming for their you know shortcuts from PPP, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, that might because that's what oh, everybody. There you go, no, but you know what? In all seriousness, you know, I know I was joking about the pandemic, so on and so forth, but I don't know this to be fact. But I would not be surprised if truly the shortage of nurses and the high demand for them help facilitate this scheme. Right. No. To, to pump an influx of nurses into the market. Because I have friends that work at hospitals and are directors, and they're talking about how they, their nurses have been striking and how they pay all these money to these third-party agencies for nurses. And even currently, there is still a nursing shortage, not to mention how all these nurses were racking up during COVID with the traveling nursing. So I wouldn't be surprised if the nursing shortage did help fuel and facilitate this scam.
Mm. Well, shout out to all the good nurses out there, the, the women that the women and men that still want to be nurses and deal with all the stuff that they got to deal with because they definitely held us down during COVID. I will say that. Yes. So I don't know about them shortcuts, kids. Do you think they're gonna skip? Al, do you think they're gonna search the people out and um they yeah, revoke right. their license or you well, Q, this is what the issue is. They said that they have a list. They have a list of every single person that passed those boards that has these jobs. And it's not just in the state of Florida, unfortunately, because a lot of the nurses have moved. Like you said, some of them are traveling nurses. And now we have this issue of their real certification. But they did pass the boards. 30% did, right? They passed the boards. They just faked the education. Mm, mm, mm. All right, moving on before we go to break. Uh, Keisha Hamilton, a school board member in Jackson, Michigan, refuses to apologize for her controversial treat, treat, ugh, tweets blasting white people. Last month, Hamilton tweeted, whiteness is so evil, it manipulates, then says, I want, then says, I want to apologize for my dishonesty and trauma-inducing practices and thinks you should applaud it for being honest about its ability to manipulate and be dishonest. Hashtag deceitful, hashtag. She also tweeted that white people are more dangerous than animals she went hard now during a school board monthly meeting to address county issues hamilton addressed the backlash and said i cannot apologize for something that is true i'm not saying white people are evil i think white identity and whiteness is evil examples of whiteness include the murder of george floyd the racist criminal justice system slavery poverty i think we can all agree those are evil. What are your thoughts on her tweets and her comment? Q, you, you, you know, you begin kicked off social media all the time. Would you think about <laughs> this? And would you apologize if you were her? I don't think you would. So listen, I 100% agree with everything she said out of her mouth. The institution of whiteness is horrendous, horrible, and evil. I didn't say white people as individuals. I said the institution of whiteness, oh, nice. their collective identity. White people collectively had the most heinous history of any group of people on this planet. Not to be misconstrued, I'm not saying white people are horrible or heinous. I am saying the institution of whiteness. I agree with everything she said. However, you are a school board member and in being a school board member, you also represent white students. You also have a duty to represent the school board in a certain way and everything that you think can't be said. So while I agree with what she said, I think that she should have exercised a bit more uh, professional discretion um, and perhaps not tweeted those things because of her position. Okay, got you. Al, what do you think? You know, <clears throat> this young lady is actually her full-time job. She's a, a racial equity consultant. This isn't the first time that she's made these types of tweets. I think the problem here is when people saw that word whiteness, they took it personal. And this isn't personal because she's talking about a construct which is called whiteness, which is the base foundation of white supremacy so as she explains the definition she said nothing wrong she talks about it all the time as a racial equity consultant i think them taking it out of context to me is a play to shut her up all right well listen we are going to take a quick commercial break but before we go to break let me remind y'all we need your questions in the chat on our youtube channel uh please go ahead and submit your questions for us and we'll answer them at the end of the show we'll be right back after this quick commercial break 
All right. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, you know I stay on the road. Actually, the three of us stay on the road because we are booked and busy and we like to travel. So, soulmates, if you enjoy planning last-minute travel and trips like myself in a and l then you understand the challenges of finding a cute, fashionable bag to store your belongings for the getaway. Now, with my base weekender bag, there's room for everything with hyper-functional and chic designs. You've got the all the nooks and crannies and even some surprise space to effortlessly, 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 oh my God, it don't take no effort to fit it all in. So you don't have to settle for anything less. Now, Vase was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel while still looking fashionable. Now, Vase has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage, 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Now, their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Now, every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead, and Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Now, whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through security, Base has your personal items covered. Now, right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash T. Go to basetravel.com slash T for 15% off your first purchase. Al, you've got the bag right yes. there. Show uh-huh. us. La, 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 la. This is beautiful, Claudia. And I took it with me to Sundance. And let me tell you the best part about this. I wear a size 12 shoe. So you know how much that shoe takes up the original space inside the thing. Like you said, it has a special compartment in the bottom right here that disconnects. There's a zipper here that disconnects and you can put your shoes in it without taking up space in the in the carry-on. Love to hear it. Once again, that's basetravel.com slash T. Go ahead and sign up and go ahead and get your discount. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, soulmates. We know how much you enjoy hearing about funky shenanigans in the streets. And I know we left y'all hanging on Wednesday. So we thought we'd give you some cute time with Funky Doniva. Let's go, Q. You know, I don't even know if I should tell this story because the, the, the last time we did Q Time, all the blogs picked up. So many people made YouTube videos about now I'm a side piece and I'm sleeping with somebody's husband, despite the fact that the woman gave me permission and we actually communicate with each other. So I'm nobody's side piece. Let's get that understand. OK, I'm uh, I'm just the toy on the side. OK, anyway. So one day, y'all, this is this is back in Atlanta when I lived at the 12 Hotel. This is very funny. Four people walk into the bar, two guys, two girls, and the way they were interacting with each other, I couldn't tell if they were coupled off or they were friends. I'm with my friends. We're all having a good time drinking. And I give one of the guys my phone number, not not knowing if he was gay, straight or indifferent. Just, hey, you're new around here. Let's hang out. So later on that night, he hits me back and he says, hey, we dropped the girls off. Can we come back and hang out with you guys? And I'm like, sure. And he then he texts me back and he said, would you mind if it was just me? I was like, oh, okay. So he comes over and um, comes up to my apartment and we start drinking and hanging out and one thing led to another. We begin to fool our lives. So we're up there fool our line for a few hours. And then he goes, all right, now I think I better go before she wakes up. I'm like, excuse me, she? 
Well, just where is she at? Y'all, why he had his girlfriend downstairs in the car in the parking lot? And she was drunk, passed out in the parking lot. Now, see, this time it wasn't my fault. I didn't knowingly sleep with nobody who was somebody's. No, so y'all fool la la? We fool la la. Like what type of fool la la? We uh, enough uh, enough for her to, to not approve. <laughs> okay. And she was downstairs in the car sleep. Why are you always the whole like something? No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You yes. have hooker stories every week. You have prostitution stories. Where is the unlock unlocking your better self, Q? Well, this was a few years ago, but I didn't do nothing. First That's of all, let me tell you something about men, gay, straight, or or in between. Whenever a man's voice goes up, like we did you said, say it again. I didn't do I didn't nothing. do nothing. That's when a the lie. voice goes up an octave. Ladies. Gentlemen, you want to know if your man's lying? Say it again. What you do, Q? Hey, dude. Oh, <laughs> and listen, I didn't know that lady was down there asleep. Okay, and I was, I was actually upset because I was like, "Don't be bringing this heat to my parking garage." She know where my door was, but don't be bringing this heat to my parking garage. And yeah, was it cute? Uh huh. What do he look like? We messed around again. He was white and short, and he looked like Big Dreamy off of uh, Day Grey's Anatomy. So you you said you messed around for hours. Yeah. What does that entail? Like two or three hours of foreplay and just playing around and no frolicking. penetration. No penetration. No, 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 no not not that, not that. Oh. Way. I'm trying to get to the meat. You like see, I Claudia don't waste no shit. Listen, we got naked and had fun. That's all y'all need. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why that lady was downstairs asleep. Where were the dogs? Watching. <laughs> hey, your dogs, your dogs are, dogs. are probably the most traumatized. Traumatized. With all the shenanigans in your part, in your place. Hold on, what you mean all? I don't have all. It ain't, it ain't no all the men. The okay? Russian, the gentleman callers, the this, the that. The married man. Listen, the guy from the young. barn that he met. I am young. I am single. I am safe. You are I am beautiful. <laughs> I am smart. Seasoned. <laughs> okay. And I know who I am. I am a strong, independent, oh, uh, secure person. Use a hoe. Use a We're going to take a break on that. Thank you so much for sharing your little hoe with us. We'll be right back. Make sure you put your questions in the chat uh, for all of us. I know a lot of them going to be about cute. We'll be right back with more after this. <laughs> All right, welcome back to TJF. Shout out to the soulmates that are commenting on Funky Sex Life every single week. And they're like, Al ain't never going to tell his business now. They like oh, Funky. <laughs> what they say? Oh, no, I'm not going to read that. Okay. Y'all, okay, the soulmates is going in. Okay, anyways, a 29-year-old woman has been charged with providing documents that falsified her age after posing as a high school student uh, school in New Jersey. Now, the woman apparently provided a false birth certificate to the local board of education with the intent to enroll as a juvenile at the high school. One student who befriended the woman told CBS, not knowing she was a 29 year old woman makes me question how safe I am in this building. It is unclear as to why the woman enrolled at the school, but students said she attended classes for four days. 
to continue to text her former classmates days after her ruse was discovered. I heard I had heard some rumors. I'm not sure if this is true. <clears throat> there may be some sex trafficking att- attempts. Al, what'd you hear about this? What do you think about this news? Um, I think, Claudia, you might have your finger on the pulse on this one because she was actually arrested and she has been arraigned, but she will have a court hearing. The, the fact that you're 29 years old and you're going to pose as a, a student to be in school and get close to these students to possibly sex traffic them is is frightening. Q, what do you think about this? You know, it, it, it's funny because this is not the first time that we have seen. Remember, there was a story a few years back of this g- woman that did the same thing. And, and I was about to ask what's going through the psyche of somebody who. Um, would do something like this. You guys, you know, I got to be very honest, Claudia and Al. I am still very um, in the dark and surprised at just how rampant sex trafficking is because it's one of those things that you don't see all the time, especially if you don't know what to look for. So this definitely scares me um, because it's it's proof that I guess it's very rampant if we're sending decoys into high schools to, you know, allegedly get close to students for them to enter the sex traffic trade. It's, it's, it's scary. It, I guess for me, it's like with so much available sex out there, I know, I mean, I know these freaks like the children, but there's so, well, there's my answer, I guess. They want kids. They don't want it from willing participants. It's a power but, thing. But yeah. let me, let me well, also, sorry. go ahead, Al. You know, I think the thing that we have to remember is that sex trafficking, uh, uh, prostitution falls under sex trafficking. So, you know, she's there recruiting, you know, probably I'm not saying in this case, allegedly, because Claudia knows more than I do, but it could be a case where she's recruiting women to prostitute. So th- that that's where I was going to go with it because I'm right. like you know when you hear sex trafficking my mind instantly goes that you're kidnapped you know, kidnapped white van yeah. now you're in Thailand working in a brothel no you know what I'm saying I'm learning that there's a much broader definition of it and I guess prostitution and selling tussy cat after school is one of them. Well, Jeffrey Epstein played millions and millions and millions of dollars for access to young little girls like what this woman, if it's true, was in there trying to recruit women to do. Go over, give him massages, go over. Listen, and I'm not trying to be funny. If that high school was anything like mine was and uh and i graduated in 2001 baby you ain't got to recruit okay because they was (laughs) young girls was out there fast they was hunching the security guards they all had grown men pulling up in box Mm -hmm. chevys picking them up after school Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be so i i'm only assuming that the girls the, the students don't got worse got cell phones and the internet so you ain't got to recruit too hard now claudia didn't jeffrey epstein they said he had coming every day from 15 to 30 little girls visiting his home in uh palm beach not palm beach i'm sorry i was laughing because q was saying the little fast girls out of school having sex with the security guards I actually lost my virginity to security guard. Oh my! But I'm the hoe. But oh. I'm the hoe, y'all. <laughs> he was, was 19 and I was show. 17 and a half. <laughs> and because, and you. honestly, I lived in Rhode Island, and he reminded me of Ronnie DeVoe, and like New Edition was like a big deal back then. Was it Listen, good? 
Listen, half the so half the female soulmates on this thing hunched the security guards. And the oh. other half, the oh. other half, if they went to inner city school, they had a drug dealer boyfriend picking them up after school. Okay, so that's so, you know we we all did it. What were we gonna say, Al? No, I said, was it good? Your first? I was good. I mean, he was like, you didn't <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you. Okay. Anyways. Um, brace yourselves for this story because it's a bit gruesome. A Louisiana man was infatuated with serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. Now he's been sentenced to 45 years in prison for using the Grinder app to target and kill gay men. A 21-year-old Chance Seneca was convicted in 2020 of kidnapping and attempting to murder a gay man as part of a long-running plot to kill and eat his victims. In June 2020, Seneca invited one of his victims to his father's home and told him to put on a pair of handcuffs so they could have sex. But instead of Seneca, instead, Seneca attempted to kill him by strangling him with a belt, putting him in a bathtub, hitting him in the head with a hammer, stabbing him in the neck with an ice pick and slitting his wrist with plans to dismember him. The victim survived after spending three days in a coma. Now, Seneca called 911 on himself and confessed to plans to kidnap and murder gay men. Al, what are your thoughts on these charges and Jeffrey Dahmer copycats? Listen, this is alarming to me and downright scary. But what we learned from this young man, he started this when he was 19 years old. He said he was doing it to mirror Jeffrey Dahmer. And guys, remember when we covered this special on Netflix, I was telling you how on this special he had a fan club. Well, guess what? This young man was in his fan club. Because remember, his fan club, Jeffrey Dahmer's fan club, was sending him money for his commentary in prison this and the deal is claudia he only is going to get 45 years he's 21 he may be able to parole early or get out at 60 something years old which gives him time to go back to doing this same crap again i think it's ridiculous he should have definitely got life for trying to kill and eat someone that's gay and off a grinder meanwhile we have young black guys in college in jail for 30 years for nonviolent drugs Nonviolent drug offenses. And mm, anyways, it pisses me off. Q, what do you think? You know, this just makes me think about the practices of all gay men, especially previous to the apps when we had Adam for Adam and BGC and how you would literally link up with somebody and go to their house or they would come to your house and y'all would hook up and fool Allah. And just to think, you know, looking back at it now, how reckless that was. I mean, I don't went around plenty of people's house that I did not know. And this could have been me and a lot of people like me. So I'm just having a praise the Lord moment right now that I made it made it out um, without ending up in somebody's meat grinder. Oh, because like the guy you like with the white, like I'm where I'm concerned about our friend. I am because I do think it's fun, but you don't really know these people. Right. This story not about me. Okay. <laughs> this this not about me. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, listen, I always say if you're going to do prostitution, do it at your own house, your own domain, where you know where everything is. I got pistols and knives and everything else hidden all around this house. So I do my hoeing from home. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, let's get into this freak accident. <laughs> A 30-year-old man was shot and killed by his dog during a hunting trip. Oh, you know what? 
I'll tell you all about it after we take this quick commercial break. We'll be back and we're going to talk about the man who got killed by his dog. We'll be right back. All right, let's get into this freak accident. Uh, a 30-year-old man was shot and killed by his dog during a hunting trip. Authorities say the two were on a hunting trip in Kansas, and the man was positioned in the passenger seat of his pickup truck when the dog stepped on the rifle, causing it to fire. What do you think about this, Q? I know you're a dog lover. You had some dogs. What do you think about this? No, this is this is really, really, really sad. Um you know, I I really don't know what to say. It's just it's just a freak accident. You know, somebody is dead, so I don't even want to go down a rabbit hole of, of of blaming the man and saying you should have you know not had a loaded gun in in par reach of your dog. But this is what happens when we're not one hundred percent responsible with our our gun safety. Um, so I I hate it for his family. This is a freak accident, and yeah, sad. Al, what do you think? Um. You know, I said, I mean, it, this is just way unfortunate. I, the way I saw it was a dog may have been happy to see him, jumped up in the car seat and was walking over the gun and, 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 and made the gun go off. But then this is my question, because if a dog bites a person, like if an if aggressive dog bites a person more than two times, they can end up going to court to have a hearing to have the dog put down. Do you think because this dog actually killed someone that they may use those same measures to have him put down? No, nah, I don't think so. Because I think the dog biting you is an intentional act on the dog's behalf. Mm. The dog didn't have any concept of what it, uh, or intention to harm the man. So how does he explain to his insurance company that he his dog, his wife explained to the insurance company, well, the dog shot my husband. Uh, I need to collect the life insurance. I guess there's no safeties. I thought there'd be, is there not a safety on rifles? Because I would definitely have a safety device on, you know, until it's time to actually shoot. That's sad. Okay. Uh, let's do this story real quick before we get to the questions. A white quarterback recruit in Florida, Marcus Stokes, recently received a scholarship from a historically black college in Georgia. There he is. Look at him. Looking all black is beautiful-ish. Now, the offer comes after the University of Florida dropped his original scholarship once the school caught wind of him saying the N-word in a viral video. That's right. He got dropped from one school and got a scholarship to an HBCU. Stokes tweeted, blessed to receive my first HBCU offer to play at Albany State University. What are your thoughts on this ridiculous story on Albany State offering him a, a football scholarship after he used the uh, N-word, Al? What do you think? Let me tell you, I actually didn't have a problem with it because allegedly he was singing a rap song that had the N word in it and he was recording himself rapping. And that is how this situation went viral. But think about it. He can get offers from anybody. I mean, I mean, he had committed. Then they dropped, they they resent the committee, I mean, the commitment and, and the offer. So now he is free reign for whoever wants to offer him a scholarship. So a black an HBCU, it's not the first time an HBCU has offered a white quarterback or a white athlete a scholarship. Mm -hmm. Okay. Q? Unpopular opinion. I think this was an overcorrection on the University of Florida's part. Yeah, I, mean, I think that if this boy was, you know, sitting out calling people in words, you know, from a negative place, then he should have been dropped. But he was singing a song. And granted, yes, they probably shouldn't use the word. But this is what happens when we 
continue to flood our music, arts, and entertainment with the damn word. It's gotten to the point now where it's just become a part of pop culture. He was singing it. This younger generation of, of, of non-melanated kids, they sing along with it. I don't think the school should have dropped him. Um, and if Albany State needs a quarterback and he was, if he was good enough to be a quarterback recruit for the University of Florida, hell, maybe they can get him for their team and 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 and, and educate him on being black at the same time. There we go. All right, y'all, before we go, we want to show love to our fans in the chat. Open up the floor to anything to, for them to ask us anything. Are y'all ready? Damn, I meant to leave more time. We only have three minutes to get this all, all done. Let's, I'm going to read right through them. Uh, my question, Al, have you been with more women or men? Oh, probably more women. Mo9, question, Q, can I join you in Miami where the Honda's car be at? Yes, you sure can, Monai. Send me a, a, a DM on Instagram, and I will put, gladly tell you where I'm at. Tara Jackson, Claudia, did you get engaged? We see a ring, boo. I have rings on both fingers, so I, on two fingers, so I just, it fits on that finger, so no. I, you know I'm going to let y'all know. I'm going to let y'all know. Um, uh, Patrice, do y'all hook up for each other's birthdays? Not birthdays per se, but we do hook up for random events. Random, yep. This yeah. Asia Goins, uh, this question is for Al. It seems like Al is more comfortable talking about his sex life with women compared to men. Al, are you still finding comfort when speaking about your sexuality? No, I'm very comfortable speaking about my sexuality. I'm sorry that I don't do it the way people want me to do it. I do it as it relates to my experience. Brittany, uh, question for Funky. What has been your scariest encounter? Um, I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming you're talking about with a gentleman caller. Um, one robbed me one time and I'll tell you that story later, but I got robbed one time. Uh, maybe for next week's Q shenanigans <laughs> for your segment. Q time. Uh, scissor, sh uh, I don't know. Claudia, what's your most expensive flyout? You don't have to name names. Okay. I got one. Since y'all say I don't like to share stories. When I was working on the Ricky Smiley morning show, there was this guy, he was, a uh, an NBA player and um, a publicist wanted to hook us up. And I was going to um, uh, Dominican Republic and he wanted to meet me. And we talked for like a month and a half before he came down and he took a private plane, just him and a friend to come meet me and take me to dinner. And I thought that was super dope. So, yeah. All right. That's around the questions from the chat. Do y'all have any questions for each other? Like y'all have any questions y'all want to ask? We got like one minute left. What y'all doing this weekend? I'm in Atlanta for um, uh, the, and he has another premiere of uh, Fear, the girl who you say is my lesbian lover. That's tomorrow. Uh -huh. Film with Atlanta Housewives today. And then I'm going to Vegas for a baby shower. Nice. Oh, uh, when are you getting to Vegas? Um, Sunday morning. You're going to be there? Oh, no. I'll be here unpacking still. Okay. Yeah. I'll be out there. I'm, I'm resting. I'm, I'm tired. Week. I'm spent. What? Tired. I've never heard your voice like this before. I'm tired. I'm beat. I'm spent. It's been a rough week. And he the young one, Al. Uh-huh. <laughs> he can't hang. All right. Lots of fun. Like always, you guys, make sure you watch the repeat tomorrow on YouTube. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for always bringing it. Thank you for watching us on the YouTube channel and always keeping the chat lively. Stay tuned for tracks and tales. And we will see y'all back here on Wednesday. Have a good weekend. Right, so See y'all later.